Podcast. I'm your host Amanda and I'm Hannah and if you're new here hi welcome if you like things strange and unusual and true crime you can go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button you can also head down to the description box and you'll see a link that will take you to our link tree that'll give you access to all of our social media like Twitter Instagram and all that jazz and all that jazz yeah all right guys so we're back um I almost called myself Amanda <laughs> and I was like I'm not Amanda I'm Hannah I'm a different person um yeah, we're back. We're not on camera today. It's been a long... Well, Hannah's mm-hmm. had a long couple of days, so she really didn't want to do the camera. But yeah. also, I'm trying to... We're trying to, like, figure out a different setup because we're kind of, like, right beside each other when we film. And, it's well, she's actually kind of behind me. And it's hard to, like, look at her. And so, anyways, we're going to try to figure out a different setup for that for going forward. Um, so that way we're kind of, like, beside each other or... Maybe you're, like, across from each other or something. That'd be be nice. I wish we had, like, cameras and we could sit on couches and that'd be nice. But we're not rich, so. Well, I mean, I have a camera. It's just... Like, two cameras. We'd have to, yeah, move all the shit in there. (laughs) Or, like, I guess we could push that up there. We could. Idea. Anyways. Okay. So, what was I going to say? Oh, and if you see the description, you'll notice that we're not talking about a serial killer this week. Um, just simply because I didn't feel like being depressed and mm-hmm. doing that again. I realized, like, doing a month long of serial killers was kind of a bad idea because that's a lot for me to, you know, there's no, like, break of niceness, I guess. I mean, yeah. we don't really do anything nice. It's a lot nice, of information but... you have to do and yeah. take and you have to really submerse yourself in it. That too, yeah. So... <clears throat> One thing that we do want to talk about before we even get started, we're going to address this issue because um, I think it's absolutely fucking insane. So, we're going to talk just a second about the whole... I don't know if you guys have seen this. First, let me preface this by saying I'm not one of those people, like, I'm not a Karen, I guess is the technical term for it. I'm not one of those people that really gives a shit what you do with your kids. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh my god, you shouldn't do that. But um, this is one thing that I do agree you shouldn't do with your kids because it's disrespectful. And that is let them dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer for Halloween. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you guys have seen on TikTok, but um, there's been a lot of parents... Who are letting their sons dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer? Mm-hmm. There's even like, like I think it's on Amazon actually. There's like actual, um, not the actual costumes, costume, you know. But it's like a, what's the word? Like a replica of like um, his glasses yeah. and like you know different things that you can like get a Jeffrey Dahmer costume. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't understand. Um, you know, and another thing is, even his parents, well, um, Tony's parents, or either, I don't know if it was his, his mom, or maybe it was his sisters, or, mm-hmm. or what the case is, but they came out on the news, and they were, basically his family, Tony's family, and they were like, hey, we really would appreciate no one dressing up as the man who murdered right. our brother, yeah. cousin, whatever, because we don't want to see little Jeffrey Dahmer's walking that down the street. That is sick. That makes me sick to my stomach. Like, imagine yeah. that. Yeah. And for any of you dumbass women out there that are like, oh my god, it's not that big of a deal. Like, because I saw so many comments of people being like, that happened like 40 years ago. Like, get over it. Like, what the fuck is your but problem? Still families you have absolutely that are no right to tell somebody when their grief, grieving <laughs> time should be up. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's insane to me. And I think... I, I hate to say this because, like, 
it makes me sound like I'm pissing on our own podcast, but we try not to do our podcast in a way that makes you feel sorry for the uh, serial killers or anything like that. So, but it really, all these... All these true crime podcasts and YouTube channels and all that, I feel like I've actually desensitized people. Like, I will tell you guys more than once I've said this in a podcast, please remember that this is actual true things that have happened Mm -hmm. to people. This isn't just some story that we're telling you guys that we made up or that was like on a Reddit post or some shit like that. Like, this is actual people that have actually been through that. And I feel like maybe people are just desensitized to murder and which sounds really shitty um but you know try to remember that when you're when you're listening to podcasts you know um because i feel like i mean i know i'm pretty desensitized when it comes to things like that like Mm -hmm. as far as like i can straight up tell you guys i'm really desensitized like nothing really bothers me much when I listen to podcasts or something like that but that's because I've been listening to true crime since I was probably like 15 and been like hearing about it learning about it stuff like that but that doesn't mean that I don't feel for the victims and that doesn't mean that I just think this is some story that was made up like I still I can still differentiate between fact and fiction and I feel like some people here lately just can't like they just think yeah. it's just some trend or some shit and they think it's just oh I'm dressing up as Evan Peters who was in the show yeah. it's, it's a real person this is a real event that actually happened mm-hmm. and it's disrespectful and people are saying well what's the difference between dressing up like Chucky and dressing up like Jeffrey Dahmer because Chucky's fictional, fictional character <laughs> yeah literally he didn't hurt real people yeah, that's the difference. That's that's the difference. Um, so yeah, hopefully you're not a piece of shit and you didn't decide to dress your kid up as Jeffrey Dahmer. If mm-hmm. you did and you want to comment down below some of your bullshit rant about how it's okay, um, there's nothing for you to say. You can just skip that part because I'm gonna tell you you're a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially so, like I've seen TikToks. That's pretty much all that is of people that have a serial killer party and they dress up like serial oh, yeah. killers. You're fucking stupid. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you're a dumbass because that is extreme, extremely disrespectful. These are people that actually kill people. And the fact that you're pretty much praising them, you're stupid. Yeah. You're straight it's, stupid. Yeah. It's, it's, I haven't seen that, but. I have seen. And it's so funny because I've seen it and then I've seen so many people like it and go, oh my God, I should do this. We should do this with our friends. And I'm like, what? Are y'all crazy? Okay, I don't get it. I don't get it. I think it's just TikTok has desensitized people. Also, another thing I wanted to say was I didn't watch the whole show. Not because I didn't want to. It's just because I've... We did a two-part series on Jeffrey Dahmer. And I did all the research for that. And I had to dive deep into his psyche. And I don't want to go back there. So, I didn't really... I didn't... So far, I made it to like four or five episodes. And it didn't show me anything new that I didn't already know. Um, So, it showed me some things that were untrue. I'll tell you that. it did. But um, it didn't show me anything that I didn't already know. So, I was just like, okay, I don't really want to finish this. Um, But Hannah watched it. And you can tell me whether this is true or not. I mean, I felt like they didn't really... Like, in our podcast, in, in most people's podcasts, when they talk about Jeffrey Dahmer, they go into, like, detail of what he did with the bodies or what where they were like in the shower he would shower with the bodies and stuff like that the already dead bodies um and he would just not toss them out 
he that's his exact words he'd be like yeah. i just didn't have time so i would like shower and go to work and the bodies would be in the shower so they didn't show any of that in the show did they mm, not too much yeah so like it, which is fine i think that's just for no 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 respect. that's fine but what i'm saying is is i think these people think that maybe he just like it it didn't really give me a mm. sense of the monster that he actually yeah, was. Yeah, that's true. And so maybe, I mean, not that if you get, you know, strangled to death, that's not a serious thing. But I think people just don't understand how big of a monster he really was based on this one show. Like, if you want to really know, you need to dive deeper. And you need yeah. to really research. Because it's not just the show. Or just show. see the pictures. Yeah, the they're, show. They're on the internet. The show didn't depict perfectly the monster that he was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so go do your research and then tell me you still want to dress your kid up like that. Like, like I'm <laughs> glad that they... Or you want to dress up like that if you're a man listening to this or a teenage boy yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer for Halloween. <laughs> Whatever. They definitely, like, at the very end, they did uh, kind of pan the camera to the victims, and I liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of, you know, when Jeffrey Dahmer... I'm glad they spoke about this because he was, like, bragging in, in the jail. In jail. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I'm glad they put light to that because a lot of people are like, oh, he just, like, forgave his sin. Like, he felt so bad. Because people, I mean, at the yeah. end, they he did, kind of, but he did brag about killing people and all that other stuff. But um, I'm glad that they did that, but I still think that it was, it was good. It could have been better and there was a lot of stuff that was untrue that like hollywood put in there of course yeah to just add their touches to it yeah but i think a lot of people need to realize this is real life these are actual people yeah you know and i'm really surprised like i i like evan peters as an actor but Mm -hmm. i'm really surprised since the families came out and said that on the news about no one please don't dress as jeffrey dahmer i'm really surprised he didn't come out and say because i would have if i was an actor playing him i would have been like hey why don't you go being fucking weird? Like, yeah. we're not doing I'd be that this Halloween. Extremely like, pissed off. Like, I'm not. I didn't do this show so you could dress like the character that I'm portraying for Halloween. Like, that's not what I did this for. Like, you know the TV series, um, you from Netflix. Yeah, yeah. That guy came out with this video. It's so funny because he came out because pe- these women were like, "Oh my god, I love Joe. He's so like hot. I would love to date him. I'd love him." And he came out and he was like, "You're stupid." <laughs> If you want to date Joe, you're killer. literally stupid. Get better idols. And I, I was like, thank you. That. <laughs> That's funny. He's done that multiple times. He's he's been like, no, no, we're not gonna do that. I had no idea we saw that. Um yeah, so anyways, the rant we've ranted for ten minutes now. We're okay. we're done. But uh yeah, just don't. Just don't do it. Yeah, just don't. And where was this like I don't understand what this whole thing is about Jeffrey Dahmer, like I mean, there was a series about Ted Bundy, and uh, Zac Efron played him. Nobody wanted to dress up as him, like, and he, you know, I don't understand the difference here. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's, I really think TikTok has really fucked people up, like, to try to just get, true, just get views and just get likes and just do controversy. Like, I really feel like that's, we've landed in that hell, and that's just awesome. But, um, because I will say one thing, though, I was around when YouTube first, like, got big. And there were a lot of people doing some really dumb shit to try to get views and try Mm -hmm. to get likes and get controversy and get talked about. And, obviously... They still do that to this day. Yeah. And I think... Well, we could go on a whole rant about our 
my generation of Gen Zs and just this whole generation, how messed up they are. Yeah. I could go into that whole rant because they're so, like, we have everything in our fingertips. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. So, anywho, we're going to get started on today's episode. Um, if you've made it this far and, and or if you yeah. skipped past all that rant. But, um, yeah, so today's episode is about Myrtle's Myrtle's Plantation. I always want to say Myrtle, but it's Myrtle's with an S. Myrtle's Plantation. It is in St. Francisville, Louisiana, which is only, I was telling Hannah, it's only two hours away. So I really want to go, like maybe one day we could visit and do like a live stream or, Mm, I don't know if you can do a live stream there, but we could definitely like take pictures and then talk about it. Our experiences because this place is considered one of the most haunted houses in America. Hmm. So it was built in 1769 by General David Bradford, which he was also known as Whiskey Whiskey Bradford or something like that. Like that was his nickname. So he fled to Louisiana um, because he was part of the Whiskey Rebellion, which was like they were trying to. Um, this is. It was in Pennsylvania, I believe, and they were trying to, like, either stop whiskey from being produced or tax it or or something like that. I can't really remember. But, anywho, he fled from there because he was actually um, going to get arrested. And so, he came to Louisiana, which, at this time, it was part of a Spanish colony. So, he was, like, basically, it was like he was freeing from, fleeing from America, because it was considered a Spanish colony at the time. So he lived alone for a few years until he was pardoned and <clears throat> from his like rebellion and all that. And in 1799, that is when he moved his five kids and his wife down to the plantation. So during the time when he was there, though, he built the plantation, like I said, in 1769. It was not as big as it is today. And we'll get into why that is. But um, it was a lot smaller than it was just like one house but with like a bunch of different rooms. But so he moved him and his wife and his five kids down here. Sadly, he died of yellow fever in 1808. Um, and then his it was passed to his wife's his daughter, Sarah. I'll get it in a minute, which I didn't really understand why it wasn't passed to his wife but I guess back then like his daughter Sarah was married to the man that he technically gave the land to so I guess he wanted to give it to a man because you know a woman can't have anything back then so (laughs) it couldn't be in her name so it had to be in a man's name so he gave it to his essentially gave it to his son-in-law Clark Woodruff and they had three kids Mm -hmm. after the plantation was taken over by Clark his son-in-law he pretty much helped grow it and um not necessarily get it to where it is today but he grew the land around it and grew plantation like the the farming and everything like that of course he didn't do this all by himself this was done on the backs of slaves obviously and there are still some slave quarters today there and you can actually like they've renovated them and you can stay in them like stay the night in, a, in the slaves quarters um they look like little they look like little log cabins um and of course you guys i mean obviously this was in the south this was in louisiana in 1800s so there's they definitely had slaves for sure 
Now, one of the stories slash legends behind this haunted, like, one of the hauntings on the plantation is a young slave girl named Chloe. Mr. Clark, the son-in-law of the guy who built this place, he was considered an honest man. Like, everybody in town was like, he's such an honest, hardworking man, but little did they know, he was a piece of shit. Because when no one was around, he began to force himself on the slave women, um, you know, constantly he would have sex with them and and um there's some speculation that he maybe had some babies with them which this was not uncommon um unfortunately for the slave the slave women back in the day because which we'll get into that in a second let me finish this so anyways (laughs) she chloe was one of the slave women that he had sexual relations with for a few years actually Chloe was a houseworker, and she decided that she wanted the abuse to stop, but she wasn't sure how she was going to do it. So she basically decided, okay, if I if I tell him I want it to stop, he's just going to like put me outside in the heat or something like that. If I tell the wife, she's going to accuse me of lying, or he's going to kill me or something like yeah. that. So she decided that she would, since she worked in the house, she was like, okay, I'm going to like eavesdrop in on their conversations. And if she starts suspecting things, then I can be like, hey, yeah, you're right. You know, kind of like she was thinking very smart. smart. Yeah. Very smart. So she started eavesdropping and um, Mr. Clark unfortunately caught her one day. And when he did, he decided to cut off one of her ears. So he did that. After that, she had to wear a turban, like, around her head because she didn't want to, like, show her deformity, like, her ear. Mm. She was considered a deformity. So she didn't want to show it. After this, Chloe wanted revenge. She was pretty pissed, which I can understand because she was basically raped by this man. And, you know, I mean, he took her ear. ear. Obviously, that would be upset as well. Yeah. So, she was also a teenager, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. Hmm. She was not an, a woman or, you know, a young girl, but she was like a teenager. I think she was maybe the 14, 15 range, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So, she decided that she was going to poison the family one night. And that's what she did. She poisoned their dinner. Um, after this, I believe it was two days later which is really odd i think it was two days later is when the wife and two of the kids died um Mm -hmm. so after this he went to the funeral like mr clark and he was gone and when he was gone the slaves were pretty pissed about this i don't really understand why but it's said that they were mad because they didn't want mr clark to think that they were all in it together and then all of them die or some of them are in it together and you know he kills half of them or whatever whatever the case they drug her out of her bed chloe they drug her out of her bed one night and hung her in a tree weighed her body down with bricks and then put her in the mississippi river um now here's the weird part about all this on record the wife and the two kids didn't die of poisoning they died of yellow fever hmm. actually it says on the record like mm-hmm. the um medical examiner or whatever you want to call them back then they're kind of separated like the kids died a couple of months apart and then the mother died um so was this an actual story or was this something because even when you go on the tours today like they'll tell this story as part of like 
her ghost spirit that you may see around the plantation, which there are some pictures of what people believe to be Chloe. Or but maybe the family just didn't want con- con- controversy? controversy. That's what I was thinking. The family was probably like, let's just keep this in the down low. Now I have, you know, did she actually kill them and murder them with poison? I don't know. Um, I have no doubt that those things happened to her. I will say that for yeah. sure. Oh, there was another thing that said maybe she didn't mean to poison them. Maybe she poisoned them, but she didn't mean to poison them as much because she wanted to, like, nurse them back to health and show the Mr. Clark that she was, um, like, good enough to stay in the house, you know, mm-hmm. and not be kicked out into the fields. Uh. Because apparently, the f- which I'm sure, um, either way, being a slave would have been fucking awful, but apparently this the fields like working in the fields was the worst job you could have because it was hot and yeah, which, especially in the south yeah i, I don't doubt <laughs> i don't even see how i don't even see how these motherfuckers did not have air conditioning because no mm-hmm. um we've talked about that like <laughs> yeah we know that the houses back then were built with like breezeways but if you ain't ever been to the south it's hot as a motherfucker and yeah. i don't care what kind of breeze you got going on you got 20 pounds of dress on bitch no so in nineteen, so in eighteen thirty-four, Woodruff sold the plantation um, to Ruffin Gray Sterling. Sterling and his wife Mary not only remodeled the house, but they also renamed the plantation because of the crepe myrtles in the property, and that's when it got the name Myrtle Plantation, Myrtles Plantation, because of the crepe myrtles. Hmm. The property was also turned into what it is now. It they had nine kids, so they needed a shit ton of rooms, which they did. They made 20-something rooms in this house. It said that the Sterling family was seeing paranormal activity already in the house, but it wasn't really, like, constant. Mr. Sterling died of consumption in 1854, and his son died. He was actually murdered because he was needing to, like, settle a gambling debt, and they came in and shot him, like, in the casino area because they had like a casino little area going on in the house the civil war hit the um plantation pretty hard in 1861 um this took a toll on them financially and of course you had union soldiers that were coming in and looting the property and stealing shit from them and also you know if back then during the civil war if you any soldiers on confederate or union side if they were needing medical attention they would just bust up in somebody's house and be like hey i need to borrow your fucking table like (laughs) they were having like wars out in the fields so i mean you know um the family's money like i said took it took a huge hit because the confederate banks for them it was unfortunate because they lost all their money because it was in confederate banks so they were like popo (laughs) after this happened so after the war It swapped hands quite a few different times, the plantation did, and many different people got it over the years. Lots of people died on this plantation. We could go into all of them, but I'm not going to go into all of them because it's a lot of different people. Finally, in 1970s, though, that is when the Myers family got the plantation, and they turned it into the bed and breakfast that it is now, and this is when the spookiness kind of started, and guests would say... Um, that they saw a woman who looked to be a slave and had a green turban on her head, which is what Chloe was wearing, if you remember correctly. She had the turban. 
she this part will make you want to cry. Oh no. Um, guests would say that while they're sleeping, mm. she would <laughs> stand behind them with a candle in her hand, and they would um, you know, turn over and see her standing there staring at them. Ew. But she wasn't a bad spirit, or she's not a bad spirit because she's technically still there. Mm-hmm. She would also tuck you into bed. If you, like, weren't tucked in, if the covers weren't on you, she would literally tuck you into bed and, like, tuck the covers underneath you. That's cute. Um, there are also pictures on the internet. There's one picture that's pretty famous where it was an, I think it was from the 1920s. The person that owned it then, they were doing, like, an insurance thing where they had to take pictures of the house to see where all the trees were, blah, blah, blah. So they took different pictures of the house, and in the picture, it's black and white, and you can see an apparition or a figure standing outside, and you can see, like, the the outlining, the outlining of, but you can, and we'll post it, we'll post all these pictures, but you can also see um, the wall behind her. It looks like a woman. And you can see the wall behind her, like, the pattern of the wall, so almost like she's see-through. It's really crazy. And we'll post that on our social media. There is a bed in one of the rooms that the kids died of. One of the kids died of yellow fever. They still kept the bed frame. I don't know why they kept that, but whatever. Um, And the bed shakes violently, guests will say. And I can't remember what room it is. Because there's there's several different rooms with names. But one of the rooms, the bed that's in... And it'll shake violently. And also, on the floor, there's like scuff marks... Like, over and over, there's scuff marks where you can see that the bed is shooken violently. Shooken. And you can actually stay the night in that bed. I'm good. Hmm. Don't want to do that. Um, there's also another photo that a teacher took. She was with the students on the plantation, and they were having, like, a field trip. And behind them in the window, there is a young girl dressed in 1800s attire standing there. And you can see through her, basically. So, that's really crazy. Um, I think I've, like, read this in a book or something. You might have read it in that book that we had. Remember that book, The Haunted? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And we'll post that one as too. There's also a 200-year-old mirror in this house. And guests say that they can see ghosts in it. A lot of them say if you stand there long enough, you can see a ghost smiling back at you or just staring back at you ominously. Which, uh, no thanks. You can also see handprints. The the people that clean the place, mm-hmm. that work there, they'll, like, clean the mirror. And then they'll come back, like, five minutes later and there's handprints on it again. Like, streaks. Which, no thanks. Um, guests also say, of course, they have heard screaming, kids playing. Around, like, two-something hundred-plus kids around the property and on the property so like surrounding areas died in this place um from yellow fever um because you have to remember like yellow fever not only were the owner's kids and everybody like you also have slave kids that were getting the yellow fever it's not like it was just contained to one set of people so and the slaves were also dying of yellow fever so a lot of people died um yellow fever actually killed 150 thousand people all up and down the Mississippi River in the 1800s so it was pretty awful there's one random room in the plantation called the doll room which already sounds terrible and people stay there they will say that they'll wake up in the middle of the night and there'll be dolls scattered all over the floor Mm. some people even say that they've woke up in the middle of the night to dolls laying beside them Mm. that's creepy (laughs) um 
more than 10 murders have been committed on the property in the, like, the whole time that it was, you know, from the beginning to then, or to now. And you can still book your tours for the plantation. I think that, like I said, I think it's, like, not really expensive. I think it's $15 a person to, like, book a day tour. Now, if you want to go at night and do the night tour, it's, like, $20. But, yeah, it's really not bad. They have a restaurant. They have a bar. They have uh, something else. I think you can even have your weddings there, which, no thanks. No, I, I don't want to I don't want to do that. Um I think it's that one. It might be a different one I'm thinking of. There's one plantation I know for sure where you can have a wedding at. And it's like a haunted plantation. And I'm just like, why would you want to start your life off that way? <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that. Um, but yeah, so that is Myrtle's Plantation. Real short episode for you guys. But it was kind of interesting. I definitely think I want to go. I want to go. Yeah. We should go. We should go like, we could go like during Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Like, just take a day and go down there. So Doesn't necessarily have to be at night, but, I mean, because those pictures were taken during the day. day. So, yeah. I mean, um, but yeah, I would love to go. Because I'm really, I'm, I know we talk a lot about paranormal stuff, but I'm a skeptic in the sense of I've never seen something like that. Like, not really. I mean, we've talked on this podcast once before about, um, I think you remember I told you about the thing that was standing outside and yeah. I thought I saw something. But I've never like really seen some shit. And I want to see some shit. Kind of. You're over <laughs> there like, no you don't. No. But, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just like, mm. <laughs> Hannah has. Hannah's very sensitive to that stuff. Now, yeah. aliens or wait a minute. I didn't see an alien. UFO. I did yeah. see that. I'll stand by it till the day that I die. I saw a UFO. But, um, so yeah. But I just haven't ever haven't ever experienced that and I would try to open not let me phrase that I'm not going to try to open myself up more before we go like in a you know because you can like do certain things to literally spiritually open yourself up but I don't want to do that because I don't want some bad shit coming in um I just want to like go into this with a clear head thinking you know if I see something I see something if I don't I don't so but yeah I mean Every single guest, pretty much, that goes there says that they've heard screams. They've heard, um, there's a ghost that walks around going, oh gosh, what does he do? I think he walks around going, no, no, or something like that. (laughs) Um, there's another woman that stayed, oh, there's a story of this woman, I think she was writing a book or something. Her and her mom were there in the bed and breakfast, and they were in the bed, I think it was in the doll room, and they felt... Like, you know, when a little kid, like, gets in between you yeah. and somebody sleeping mm-hmm. in the bed, they felt like somebody get in between them like that, mm-hmm. like a little toddler or something, mm-hmm. which is so sad. Um, but, yeah, they, they felt that. There's just been a tons of stuff. So, I'd be interested to go. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll go. If we do, we will post pictures or maybe we'll try to go live if we can do that. I don't know if they'll let us do that. Like, we could do it on, uh, we could do it on YouTube or we could do it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if the... They might People be like, hey, want, you can't record, yeah, you, can't you know? <laughs> yeah. I feel like they would do that. Yeah. I don't even know if they're, if we're allowed to take pictures. That's... I think you're allowed to take pictures. You okay. just, I just don't know about recording. So, yeah. all right, guys. Well, anywho, hopefully you enjoyed today's episode and had a spooky um, time with it. Tomorrow for you guys, because you'll be listening to this Sunday. Tomorrow will be Halloween. So happy Halloween. We hope that you have a spooky time and have fun. Stay safe. Um, don't let your kids Jeff dress as Jeffrey Dahmer Please. or any serial killer that's a real one. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And we will see you guys next week. 
Bye. Bye.